Today I'm gonna to share with you how to get one or two great copywriting clients. And the reality is like that's all most copywriters really need right now in this moment. And if you can get one or two right now, you get those clients and then you get one or two later, and then one or two later, and then one or two later, your schedule will continue to be full. And in fact, great copywriting clients often want to fill your schedule all by themselves because they need good copywriting talent. So if you have the talent, here's the thing, here's the thing. Clients don't wanna hire people who don't have the talent, who aren't able to deliver on being a good, like a good copywriter. You don't even have to be like A-list best copywriter. You need to be a good copywriting, a good copywriter, and then you can get one or two great copywriting clients fairly easily with what I'm going to tell you today. So today it's Mailbox Monday, and today I have a question from Jesus. He says, Roy, my biggest question is on how to get one or two really great clients to work with and have enough time to develop my work. Any suggestions? Thanks, Jesus. And if you have a question that you'd like to have answered in an upcoming Mailbox Monday episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, you can go to BreakthroughMarketingSecrets.com slash ask. The link is in the description and submit your question there to potentially have it answered in an episode like this one. All right, so let's dive in. These are the proven direct response marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. Before we dive into the answer to Jesus's question, reminder, today's episode is sponsored by me. That's right, it's sponsored by me and my BTMS Insiders Training Library. It's like Netflix for copywriting and marketing training. You pay one low monthly fee, you get access to all my copywriting and marketing training to help you, number one, become a better copywriter, entrepreneur, marketer, and number two, to help you get clients for your copywriting business. So if you're really serious about this, check out the link in the description to BTMS Insiders and that will help you implement everything that you're going to get. Plus it's going to give you access to more than 150 hours of more content like this that is completely relevant to you if you are engaged with this episode. Okay, so back to Jesus's question how to get one or two really great clients to work with and have enough time to develop my work. I mean, that's, that's, that's awesome, that's great. I'm going to start with a strategy called the Dream 100 Strategy. So maybe you've heard of this, maybe not. Uh, recently, it's been taught by Russell Brunson and others like him. Uh, in, in my mind, it goes back to Chet Holmes, who uh, Russell attributes it to. Basically, and, and actually before Chet Holmes, it goes back to David Ogilvy and other people like that, um, essentially all using the same strategy. The, the, the thing is, if you don't decide who your clients are going to be, then you are at the whim of fate of whatever for the clients who find you. And especially early on, it is super helpful to decide like these are the particular clients that I want to work with and go out and get them. And that's the strategy that I used to launch my copywriting business. And yes, there were other clients who, who made their way into my rotation, but it works, like this works. And so that's the foundation for what we are going to do. Number one, you have to decide who those really great clients are. So I know a few days back, a few episodes ago, I said you don't need a niche to to uh, to start your copywriting business and and really like if if trying to pick an itch is holding you back from like starting, 
then uh, then just go start just go get some clients and frankly like part of this is that you just need to create some momentum but for this dream 100 strategy the first thing that you need to do is you need to pick some way to categorize the clients that you're going to go after and a niche can be a great example of that so uh like what what grouping is there of the clients that you want to go after now in particular for me I picked niches where I knew that there were direct response marketers that used long form direct response copywriting because I knew that that was a place where I could go get copywriting clients who would be most likely to pay me well for my services. And so you have to find some way to narrow down of all the businesses in the world that might be able to give you money in exchange for writing marketing for them. You have to be able to filter down like what group are you going to go after? Right. So, you know, maybe some kind of industry, some kind of niche where you're going to start. Not necessarily where you're going to spend your whole life, where you're going to start. And then within that niche, within that industry, you pick the companies that you think are most relevant to you. And so you have to be able to narrow down. OK, I know. I know this this industry, this niche, this whatever, has people who probably hire copywriters, they put out a lot of marketing, etc. I see marketing from them, I can find marketing from them. And then who are the companies in that niche? Do your homework, do some Google searches, do some research, like find the companies that seem to have the biggest presence, the companies that seem to have, let's say, yeah, I mean, they could have large social media followings, they could have a really well established website with a lot of content going back years, they could have uh, whatever it is, right? Like what are the companies that have the biggest presence in the niche and start to do a bunch of research. Now, for me in particular, as I was going through this process, when I decided on financial direct response copywriting, I listed out all of the companies that were not part of one conglomerate, Agora, I'll say Agora, non-Agora financial publishers. And I listed out all of them that I could find. And then I used a filter. The filter that I created was, who on this list can I find that is using long form direct response? So like long sales letters today, I would look for long videos, etc. Um, but who, because there are financial publishers out there who have really simple websites that are not, not using long form direct response. And I knew that if I'm trying to get paid to write long form direct response, like long sales letters, etc., those people are probably going to be less likely to hire me if they're not already using that type of marketing. So you have to narrow down the list of companies within the bigger, broader industry category you're going after. Alternatively, you take someone like David Ogilvy when he was first using this, he did not necessarily have a niche. He just had all of these advertisers that he wanted to target for his advertising business. And so he did not particularly use a niche. He might have done it more based on media usage, etc. But you have to find some way to narrow it down from, you know, a broader category to a list of companies. And then here's where we start getting into getting those great clients. Pick on that list, maybe your top five to 10. Now, top is a really like amorphous qualifier, right? And I, and I have it I have it as uh, undefined for a reason. Your top five to 10 today may not be the top five to 10 you would wanna work with throughout your entire career in that industry. So let's say you come up with, it doesn't have to be 100 even though it's in the name. Uh, let's say you come up with 
three dozen companies that are on this list that have met at least this minimum criteria. You may recognize that there's three or four on that list that are maybe a little bit outside of your uh, your league for right now, right? Like uh, you may not be able to be the best copywriter for them. I, I will say that some of them might actually have junior copywriter positions that might be available to you if you make yourself available to them. But um, but but specifically find the top five or ten that meet five to ten that meet whatever criteria you use for hey i believe that i could maybe get an opportunity with one of these businesses sometime soon and then among that top five to ten narrow it down to the most likely three to five so we're trying to like we're going from broad industry to list of specific companies that seem like they're a pretty good fit to the companies that make their way to the top of that list using whatever criteria seems most relevant to us to to the top of the top of the most likely companies to work with or the ones that seem to be a best fit for where you're at right now. Okay, so now I'm going to assume that you've gone through that entire process and you have these top companies on your list. Now what I want you to do is I want you to really, really look at what it is that they're doing. You're doing a lot of research, a lot of homework here. You're trying to figure out what their current marketing is, what the, and, and here it's copyright, right? Like great copywriting clients. You need to know what kind of copy they're putting out and you should be able to do a lot of research. You should sign up for their email list, maybe even buy some products from them. You should do things to really get a sense of the type of marketing that you see from them and study it. You need to know their company well before you're going to approach them. And by going through that process previously and like narrowing it down to the most likely three to five, it's much easier to do good research on three to five potential clients than it is on an entire industry, right? So you narrow it down. What are these people doing? What are these businesses doing? What's their current marketing? And then there's a whole different avenue of research that you can, can dig into. Look at what um, their current copywriting staff might look like or their staff situation or their hiring situation. So uh, one thing that you could do is you could actually try and find people who maybe have LinkedIn listings that say that they are a copywriter for that business or a freelance copywriter with that business. You can look for uh, copywriters who have it on their websites that they've worked with those businesses. You can look for past or current job postings for hiring freelance copywriters, hiring full-time copywriters for those companies and get a sense, are they hiring copywriters? I mean, if you want to get hired as the copywriter, wouldn't it be great to know that these particular businesses are hiring copywriters? That happened for me, like on that list of financial publishers, non-Agora financial publishers. Uh, I, By the way, the reason I screened out Agora at that time is because they were not hiring people as freelancers. They were only looking for in-house and at the time, and, and I wasn't able or interested in moving to Baltimore or Florida to one of their main offices. So, uh, so when, 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 when I was screening those out and when I came up with the short list, I actually ended up seeing a posting looking for freelance copywriters from one of the businesses on my short list 
where they were actually doing a spec challenge. Now, I knew that I wanted to work with this particular business and they literally had an open door for copywriters right there in front of me when I found this and I said, okay, I'm gonna like invest the time and effort involved in getting this particular client. And I only found that because I was looking at copywriting job boards and specifically looking for businesses like this or looking for, in this case, like this was a business on my list that I wanted to work with. So you figure out, okay, top three to five businesses, you understand their marketing, you have a sense of, okay, these are hiring copywriters. And then, uh, and, and like, this is the type of copywriting positions that they have hired for, or these are the type of copywriters that they've worked with. Then you want to do what I call value first prospecting. And, and this does, again, require a lot of research. Like there are people who just spam DMs and spam emails and they, they're just constantly sending out these like generic pitches that are really terrible and, and not effective either. And they're, they're just worried about maximizing the volume of pitches that they are putting out. Those people are not doing the right kind of prospecting to get great copywriting clients. So value first prospecting, you want to learn about these specific prospects. Like you, you're already going through this process, but you want to learn as much as possible about these clients that you want to work with. You should understand their marketing, be able to talk about recent marketing campaigns, be able to, to explain the type of copy that they're using. And then, once you have all of that, you can do something like write a series of emails that are in their current style and, and approach them with that series of emails and say, hey, I'm a copywriter that's interested in working with you just to give you a sense of my approach. I, uh, I, I wrote these emails specific to your offer. So like at the end of the email, there could be a link to their particular offer that you wrote it for. I wrote these emails specific to, to your offer. I thought uh, maybe you'd like to see them. Maybe you'd like to use them. Maybe you'd like to talk about working together. Or like for that spec challenge, what, uh, what they specifically asked the copywriters to do was to write a headline and lead. So 300, 500,000 words. And I sat down and I cranked out a headline and lead that I thought was relevant to that company's marketing and messaging. Or if they don't have a spec challenge in place, that is a tactic that I used where I basically did the same thing as the spec challenge, except for I did it unsolicited. I approached companies and I said, hey, I see that you have this particular offer out. I think that this would make a great headline and lead, a, a great pitch for this particular offer. Would you be interested in working with me to develop it? And when you do that, when you send that to them, even if they don't like that particular piece of copy, if they think that you have skills and potential, they might be interested in you because they, you are demonstrating your ability you're demonstrating your copywriting ability and willingness to do the research, to do the work, to cater to their particular needs. And it, like when you do that, when you do that well, that is attractive to them. That's something that they, that they resonate with. That's something that they want in copywriters. And when you do that value first prospecting, you're much, much, much more likely to get them as a client. 
And then basically what you need to have in place is something that I call a minimum viable funnel. This is something that I teach in the uh, Launch Your Client Business free mini course, as well as the client getting blueprint that goes that goes deeper than that. So you start with the Launch Your Client Business and then you learn about the client getting blueprint towards the end of that. Uh, but the, the minimum viable con funnel concept is, is basically that you wanna connect with these people and you can use this value first prospecting to connect with them and, and really just start a conversation that leads to a call. So at some point, if they express interest, you ask them to get on a call with you and you schedule that call and then you actually make an offer to them to sell or for them to buy your services. As a copywriter, you convert them into a paying client. And basically what you wanna do is you wanna repeat this process for the top three to five, maybe the top 10. If you have uh, passable copywriting chops and you've done a good job of researching companies that actually work with outside copywriters, it shouldn't take you more than 10 to get your first good client. Um, maybe if it takes you more than 10, you need to reevaluate your copywriting chops. You need to reevaluate your, um, your, your approach to them. And if you are like just trying to get, just trying to take and not trying to give value first, um, you need to evaluate your targeting but really you should get some traction within the first 10. If you have some decent copywriting skills and you've targeted companies who work with copywriters and you are demonstrating your copywriting skills to the people at those companies, companies are constantly looking for copywriters that have good copywriting skills. Not, 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 not great, doesn't have to be great for them to take you on as a beginning copywriter. Or maybe your, your offer is unrealistic. Maybe you're trying to charge them too much for the actual value that you provide. Um, in which case you're gonna discover that as you are on that call with them and you say, well, in order for me to develop this, um, this is how much it's gonna cost. Well, maybe they say, it's not worth that much. And if one client says that, that might be the client. But if you get on a call with three, four, five clients, potential clients, and they say that, then maybe you need to go back and evaluate your core offer and if you're providing enough value for them to justify the, the expense of hiring you. So there's a lot, there's really a lot there. Um, there's a lot there, but if you go through this process, like I am telling you the exact process that I have used throughout my career when I have needed to actively solicit clients, to get great copywriting clients that often end up turning into six-figure income sources for me throughout the length of my relationship. Like it's one great client who actually knows what to do with, with, with good copy can easily, easily, easily lead to six figures or more in revenue for you as a copywriter for your copywriting business. So it's worth investing the time, energy, effort, all of that to actually go through this process to find good potential clients, to do the research, to understand them, and to speak to them directly about them, about themselves, and to show that you would actually be able to deliver customized value to them, to their needs, 
such that they are then predisposed to actually trying you out with a paid project. And again, if you want to go deeper, the links are in the description to BTMS Insiders, to all the training there. The Client Getting Blueprint is part of that library where you pay one low monthly fee, you get access to everything. I'll include a link to Launch Your Client Business, uh, which is a free mini course on this. Um, on that goes much deeper into this process. And I'll also include that link to uh, ask your question if you'd like to have it answered in an upcoming Mailbox Monday episode. I'm Roy Furr, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Leave your comment or review with this. Like, is this something you've tried? Is this something that's worked for you? Is this something that you're going to try? Do you have questions about this? You know, let me know in the comments with this episode and I will catch you again next time. I'll see you soon, bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.